Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip comes from a listener who discovered how to write much more efficient emails. Email is a great tool. I love hearing from Before Breakfast listeners, for instance. Email can be sent and received at whatever time works for the sender and recipient. This is very efficient. But email can also cause a lot of confusion. People skim long messages and miss the last line asking for what the message was really about. Or people read a long message trying to figure out what the sender wants, only to get to the end and realize that the sender doesn't need anything. The email could have been processed at a less urgent time. In any case, before breakfast listener Peter wrote in with an email format that he uses. It forces the writer to be more thoughtful, gets to the nub of the problem quickly, and allows the recipient to deal with it efficiently and effectively, he says. Here's how it goes. First, put in the subject line what you want the recipient to do with the email. Example phrases include for approval, for info, for endorsement, for action, update to previous email, and so forth. After you've written what the person should do with it, then you write the subject. Peter notes that this allows the recipient to sort when to deal with it. So an office refurbishment project, for instance, might inspire an email with the subject, for approval, new furniture purchase. Then you start the email with what Peter calls a B-L-U-F. Maybe we'll say that's a bluff. That stands for bottom line, up front. One sentence only. Our furniture email might contain the bluff, seeking your approval to purchase new office furniture in line with new office plan budget. If this is all the recipient needs, Peter notes, then he or she can just reply approved. No need to wade through anything else to get to the action required. Perhaps the person choosing furniture has done a great job with the last round of furniture purchasing, and it's not worth the manager's time to wade into the details. All is good. Email has been read quickly and responded to quickly. Now, if the situation needs more explanation, then the next paragraph should be a what. This is a one to two sentence expansion on the bluff. Remember, that's the bottom line up front. After that, you can include a so what paragraph. Now, this might not always be required, Peter notes, but if the person receiving an email needs to know why they're being asked or why this needs to be done by a certain point, this paragraph can explain it. Then the final paragraph contains the what next statement. This describes the next required action. Probably this was explained in the bottom line up front, the bluff, but in case there's any confusion, you can spell it out again here. And then you're done. I like Peter's approach, and I think it's a good idea in general for emails. There is a place for long conversational notes, but when someone gets 200 emails or more a day, that place is probably not his or her inbox. 
explaining exactly what you need in the subject line, and putting the bottom line up front increases the chances that the email inspires the action you desire. How do you make sure your emails are efficient and effective? You can let me know by email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.